and welcome to the Capacity Creator Podcast. I'm Melanie Sadka. In each episode, you'll hear about the many successes, struggles, and advice on how to respect your capacity. You can subscribe at Melanie Sadka, like vodka with an S.com, or come see me on Instagram. Or you can visit my Facebook page called Capacity Creator. Today, we're talking about capacity and respecting it. Our professional and personal capacities are finite, yet we test how far we can stretch our capacity. Or on the other end of the spectrum, we sit and let a lot of our capacity go to waste. There's such a constant struggle to maximize our capacity or otherwise coined work-life balance. And it's done the exact opposite of what we intended it to do large in part because of our devices and our evolving habits due to these devices. Each one of us will be distracted on average every three minutes of the day. This is crazy because research also shows that when we're distracted, it takes us approximately 23 minutes to get back on task. And you're probably thinking, whoa, like 23 minutes is a lot. And it is. But the research shows that when we're distracted, we end up doing three different things before coming back to task. So that takes a lot of time. And it also takes up a lot of our capacity. So we're eroding our capacity every three minutes of the day, practically. So how do we get back on task? How do we focus? Research was also telling us that in our day, we're actually at our highest productivity only about 30% of that day. The other 70, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. It might not necessarily be unproductive, but there's some optimization that can be done. And this is what makes me deeply curious about how people manage their day and how our devices, how our distractions are really taking us out of those zones. Mental health and mental health days and burnout rates are on the rise. They've never been higher. And this is an issue because our human capacity is our biggest competitive advantage. And what are we doing with it? Now, we have we see companies spending so much money on trying to engage their employees better. And, you know, I've worked with so many clients and organizations and I've watched this from behind the scenes. And I think we're doing the wrong thing. I don't think we should be throwing money at engaging people. We have people ready to engage. We just we have to work a little closer on really leveraging people's capacity. I mean, our attention spans are becoming so much more narrow. You know, and speaking of attention, there's this thing called attention economy. Our attention is our most precious commodity. We're wasting it. We are wasting it, right? A lot of us at work are distracted by many different things. On average, people have nine windows open at a time because they're paying bills, they're looking for their next trip, they're watching a YouTube video, they have social media up, oh, and they have their their work window up or maybe their email. And this is becoming a huge problem. So this whole podcast and the work that I do around capacity is really to help you draw an acute awareness to your own capacity. How are you leveraging it, right? And I have created resources and tools to help people deconstruct how they're actually dividing up their capacity. Right. So and and there's this optimization piece that I really want to talk about, too. So right now I want to take a couple of minutes and I want to share with you a trajectory 
or a journey, if you will, in a person's capacity. And you might be listening to this and say, oh my gosh, this is me completely. So what I've done is I've really drawn out the pit stops of a high capacity person and what happens when you abuse your capacity, when you're maximizing your capacity, when you're overindulging your capacity, and where, what do you feel like at each of these, these pit stops? And what do you need to do to keep moving forward? Because ultimately, we want to end up in a balanced capacity state of mind. So let's start where we typically do. I mean, you can imagine yourself at a point in time in your life where you were so excited. So opportunity was high and your capacity was, was high. And so you are ready to take on the world. You are saying yes to so many things. You are committing. You are part of committees or teams or you're out there in social gatherings. You're doing great things at work, right? Your energy is high. And we're at this point where we're adrenaline seeking. Like Like we're just, we can't get satiated enough because we're just, we're just looking for that adrenaline. We're impulsive, we're, we're creative. But what happens when we're in this state is that we tend to overcommit. And what happens is we end up indulging and we become overwhelmed. And so we start missing deadlines and we're completely mismanaging our energy. So we're starting to feel really overwhelmed and a little out of control. And when you're missing deadlines, this isn't good. This, this pretty much spirals you into what I call a fatigued capacity state. And what happens here is that you're probably in order of a reboot because you're immobilized. Your energy has been zapped because you cannot keep up with all of those commitments and obligations that you signed up for. You know, when you were excited and you were full of energy, at this point, you have such a low awareness of why you committed to those things in the first place. So recovery is needed. You need some downtime. And this is the point in your capacity, right? In that state, that that finite capacity spectrum where you need to reprioritize. And there's a part to this, which I love, and I'll be talking about in another podcast, the notion of resignation. And I'm not talking about resigning from your job or anything like that. It could be. But resignation from a mindset or a habit or even a commitment that you need to back out of because it it is no longer serving a purpose. It is actually to the detriment of your energy, your family, and your personal well-being. Once you start to move out of there, because you're sick and tired of being there, let's be honest, that is not a cool place to hang out. You want to move over into what we call reserved capacity. So this is where you're re-emerging, right? So you've taken that downtime, but now you're more methodical, right? You are completely analyzing all of the accountabilities and the commitments that you have. You're taking a good look at that. You're way more discerning at this point. And you're recognizing the importance of pace because you know that if you abuse your capacity, you're going to end up right back and fatigued. And that's just not a great place to be. So recognizing the importance of momentum and you're realigning, you're realigning to what you truly want to do. But there's also still this little piece of you that's extremely protective of this newfound capacity. So once you're getting comfortable here and you're gaining more confidence, you're ready to move into the optimal capacity place, which I'm calling maximized capacity or a a balanced state of capacity. Your bandwidth is restored, right? You've recalibrated all of the balance in your life and you're able to say no 
without regret. And this is another big piece in the next podcast when we talk about resignment and how to say no without feeling bad about it. This is where this is going to be super important to maintain your state of mind in this capacity area. So really, this is the place you want to be because you're respecting your capacity. This is what it's all about, folks, is really the journey to understanding how to respect it, how to keep your ego in check, how to stay strong, confident, healthy, how to really sink into the why you have said yes to a commitment. One of my favorite, favorite lines that my coach ever gave me was, Mel, Every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. And sadly for me, I was saying no to family time when I was overcommitting. I mean, I was part of so many things and my ego was getting in the way. My energy was getting zapped and it was all to the detriment of my family. Respecting that capacity, being strong and understanding the why and understanding when you do say yes to something you are using up some of your capacity. So it better be for the right thing. I tell a lot of people in my workshops um, a little bit about how I completely abused my capacity um, over the course of many years. So as I transitioned out of corporate and I got into starting my own business, I was at that point where I needed credibility and I wanted to really amass a lot of credentials and really show up and, and, and be that person that everybody trusted. And I had the letters behind my name So I was spending money on courses, on conferences, on books, subscriptions, magazines, coaches, you name it. And my tax guy finally called me out and he's like, Mel, really? You're doing this business thing, which is pretty healthy, but your expenditures, something's not measuring up. You know, and I was like completely defensive in this because I was like, wait a minute, I need to do this. And he says, I don't know. It's not making financial sense. So he had called me out and he doesn't care how much money I make or how much money I'm not making, but he had to draw that picture for me. And that was a huge eye opener. But what happens sometimes is we're fighting with ourselves because even though we're, we're extending our capacity to the max, there's good things that are feeding our ego. I mean, you could be winning awards. You could be being published. You could be asked to speak in front of people and people are leveraging some of that expertise. So you're, you're having this imbalance, this this conversation with yourself in terms of what you're being asked to do and what you're being relied on or asked in terms of expertise is validating all that stuff that you're trying to do in the background. And that was just a very unhealthy balance for me. So of course, I do what I do best when shit hits the fan. I go into creative mode and I create structures and I write and I get into this this mode where I want to fix. And that's always been my personality. And I'll be talking about this tool called Ego Cake. And if you haven't listened to the audio chapter that's posted on the website, I urge you to listen to it because it has the whole story about how Ego Cake came about. And um, the short of it is, is that I was overindulging, like you overindulge at a buffet or a dessert table. And it was a pretty cool conversation that I had with my mom, but I'll save that for that audio chapter. So where are you on this capacity spectrum, right? We know that it's finite. So are you under leveraging yourself? Because you could be on the other end. I've talked about abusing our capacity, being over leveraged, over committed, but are you also saying no too much? Are you 
preserving capacity too much? Like, are you sitting there thinking, I could be doing so much more and I'm not? There's so much in this to talk about in terms of where you sit. So throughout the podcast, we'll be, we'll be talking about these themes and where you are. Barry Schwartz is a, an author and he has an incredible TED Talk and he talks about dogma. So I'll be sharing with you his perspective in another podcast. Thanks so much for listening in and don't forget to respect your capacity. Capacity Creator is produced by me, Melanie Sadka, and recorded by the amazing team at Hive Studios in Hamilton, Ontario. For more information on Capacity Creator, please visit capacitycreator.com or check out the Facebook page.